You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I think it's a good scene for college football. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a pretty scene. Uh, there's a lot of pageantry around it, particularly when it uh, involves Nebraska and, and Colorado. I uh, played there once as a player. I think I've coached there three times uh, at Kansas State and at Oregon twice. Um, so I'm pretty used to it and comfortable with it. It's a fun place to play. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, as we're getting you ready for Saturday's Nebraska-Colorado game. It's a 2.30 Fox national television uh, kick. But, Nate, let's talk some recruiting, and I want to go to this right away because Nebraska's coaches were not out last weekend to see in-state games. I'm not even sure if they could because it wasn't September yet. Were they allowed to even go out? No, I, you, I think it's it's September 1st is when you when you can start the evaluation period, which – Includes being able to go to a to a live athletic event. So they will this weekend. Nebraska will get out to Colorado. Um, you know they'll, they'll land early evening, and I don't know if the coaches that are going to be out at high school games are going to go out even earlier on like an earlier flight out. Uh, but a number of Nebraska coaches are going to go watch some local area Colorado high school games on Friday. Um, any insight on maybe a couple targets that you know they're zoning in on? Uh, Barrett Root handles the state of Colorado for Nebraska. Yeah, Barrett Root handles recruiting Colorado and, and has really done a, a very good job there. Uh, you know, there's a couple guys I think in this 2020 class that they've missed out on. Uh, you know, one to Notre Dame, one to Washington. Uh, but but for the most part, I think you know Barrett's his recruiting efforts in the Colorado in the Colorado area have been well received, and I and I know that one guy that they're definitely going to be checking in on is uh, 2021 Rivals 250 offensive tackle Trey Zune, uh, who was actually at the game this past weekend, um, has now unofficially visited Nebraska, f- I think four times now. Um, so he's very familiar with Lincoln, and, and, and Nebraska was actually the first team to offer him, and now he's got about 14, 15 offers from the likes of Ohio State and Texas A&M, and uh, I mean, pretty much every, almost you know, a major power from every single conference has now offered him. Now, the, the key here with him is, or the interesting part about it is that his sister is a true freshman on uh, the Nebraska volleyball team. She was an All-America, Parade All-American, uh, middle hitter, outside hitter, and John Cook, uh, you know, got her to, to come to Nebraska. So he's going to be in Lincoln quite a bit this fall and, and, you know, and probably next year too, watching his sister play volleyball, which is good for the Huskers. Um, and, and I think that they're kind of putting the full court press on, on Trey Zune. And so that's definitely a name out of Colorado to pay attention to. But you look at this roster, Nate, there's nine different players that played their high school football in Colorado. I want to ask you this because um, both Eric Lee and Avery Anderson, you know, they were in Colorado, but they don't list Colorado as their home state anymore. And I know you're very close to both those guys and their families. Did they? What, did they just don't want to be Coloradoans anymore? Well, no, neither one of them were born in Colorado. It was just a, a, a so, stopping type. Yeah, deal. so I, I think that's why they don't list Colorado as their home. Yeah, they graduated high school in Colorado, but um, Eric Lee was born in Massachusetts. Avery Anderson was born in Arizona. Um, and both those guys lived, um, you know, Lee lived out in, on the East Coast for a number of years before they moved to Colorado. Same with Avery Anderson. Uh, they lived in, in Phoenix for a long time uh, before his dad, who's in the Air Force, moved to Colorado Springs uh, and worked uh, at the Air Force Academy there. So, you know, that's that's kind of why they're they're technically they're from Colorado. They graduated high school from there, but that's why they don't list Colorado as their home on the roster. So you look at nine guys that have come out of that state. Um, I mean, it really comes out to almost two per year. Wine, Wine Masters a walk on um, of that group, um, but 
still, when you think about almost two per year, how important is it Nebraska keeps getting you know one to two quality guys from Colorado every year? I think it's huge. I mean, that's that's been a state obviously that Nebraska's traditionally had a lot of uh, a lot of good luck recruiting, and they've gotten some some really good players out of Colorado. And Corey Ross, Jeremiah Searles. Yeah, I mean the I mean I mean even you can go back to I mean Pierre Allen was a really good player, ended up being a really good player for Nebraska. Josh Davis is Colorado. Yeah, guy. I mean um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good players that have come out of there over the years, and um, and I do think it's important that you continually pull one or two guys out of there each and every cycle, and I think it's very possible to do. Uh, it's getting a little bit more difficult. This 2020 class, I think, is was really really deep, um, and you're seeing you know you're seeing Michigan, you're seeing Notre Dame, Washington, Oregon, really Arizona State. Um, you know those are those are all programs. Um, you know, in addition to probably 10 or 15 others that, that are recruiting Colorado harder and harder um, along with Nebraska. So uh, the, the competition is, is becoming a little bit more stout. And then, of course, you've got Colorado and Mel Tucker who are they're, they're trying to keep their guys at home, too. And, um, you know, obviously every new coach and every new coaching staff, that's they say that's one of their goals. But it does look like this particular coaching staff is is trying a little bit more uh, hard than than some some previous ones now Nebraska Nate as well picked up a 2021 commit this past week RJ Sorensen out of Florida um, I saw two is he 6'4 or 6'5 he's he's I mean he's probably a legit 6'4 uh, after seeing him in person he was at the the big red barbecue in June uh, and he, to me he looked about 6'4 maybe a little over 6'4 um, you know, so I, I, I will say he's approaching six, five. He's probably not quite six, five, but he's pretty darn close. So, uh, I mean, a 21 guy, I mean, he sounds like a solid prospect, but it, I mean, it's kind of hard to get too excited yet, but I mean, good, a good, a good guy to get in the class. Well, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, and here's the deal. He fits the profile for what Nebraska wants along their defensive line. He's, he's, he's near six, five, he's 250 pounds already. Um, and Tony Tuioti said just this past week that, you know, finding guys that can play end and move inside a nose guard along Nebraska's uh, three-man front is very hard to do. And, and I think that um, they feel like R.J. Sorensen is a kid who's going to continue to grow and develop. And by the time he's a senior, he's going to be 6'5", 290, um, more cut out of the mold of a, of a Ty Robinson type of body build where he, he is going to have some flexibility and some versatility there along that defensive front and, and be a guy who can not only play against a run but is athletic enough to get after the quarterback too. So, um, you know, this is a guy who just recently transferred from Willington High School to University School there in the Fort Lauderdale area. Nebraska, Javon DeWitt and, and some other coaches, they knew about him. Um, they were able to evaluate him in the spring in person and they uh, they got him on campus in June, and, and you know they he checked all the boxes, and so they said this is a guy we want, and they continued to push hard for it, and and they secured his commitment on September first, which was the first day that you can technically uh, initiate contact with uh, with juniors in high school. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Nate. As we kind of wrap it up this last weekend, you got a chance to see two different um, Nebraska high school football games uh, on Thursday night. You saw Lincoln Southeast Omaha Burke, particularly. Um, Isaac Gifford, you had the little Tuioti on the field, uh, kind of a guy to watch for Nebraska. And then on Friday, Bellevue West, who's loaded uh, with skill, I mean loaded, 
um, and particularly Nebraska commit Xavier Betts? Yeah, well, first of all, Isaac Gifford, um, I, you know, I was impressed with, with what he did. He's probably the, I mean, early on, out of the two games that I've seen so far, he's by far and away the most physical, hardest hitter that I've seen. Uh, he had some licks there against some Burke, uh, you know, ball carriers that, that you know, were, were you know, made the, the pads definitely pop. And guys were definitely going backwards. Uh, so he's not as big as Luke, his older brother. Uh, but he's he's probably you know as far as height goes I, I should say but he's put together a little bit better I think he's a little thicker and he's he's definitely faster plays just as physical so they've got different body types but uh, he plays safety probably more of a linebacker in college and then Xavier Betts first of all you said it Bellevue West is absolutely loaded I mean they've got to stand out at probably almost every single position uh, on their football team they, they've got guys and especially at wide receiver they're probably four or five deep uh, at least and. and and so and a couple of their really good players didn't even play, and they, they put it on Lincoln High 63-6. to six. So, But I will say this about Xavier Betts. He's probably the most elite wide receiver skill position guy that I've seen come out of Nebraska. Since Niles Paul? Probably, yeah, since Niles Paul. And, and, and it's not even close. I don't think there's anybody in the state that really compares to him. He's 6'3", 190, um, and, and has the speed to really stretch the field vertically. Uh, but he's elusive too in the open field. He can take a short tunnel screen and and make guys miss, and then and then break it 80 yards for a touchdown. I mean, he's he's just a matchup problem. So uh, Nebraska is getting a big time, big time player in, in Xavier Betts. Well, there'll be lots to follow. Uh, the entire Husker Online team will have uh, let's see, well, four of us at the game in Colorado. Nate will be there as well. Um, watching the game in, in Colorado, but uh, there'll be lots to keep track of throughout the weekend, as well as um, some updates on some of the games Nebraska's coaching staff will, will go out and watch recruits at. So make sure you're logged on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.